Hosea chapter 7. If Israel would repent of sin, God would relent of judgment. Whenever I want to restore the fortunes of my people, whenever I want to heal Israel, the sin of Ephraim is revealed, and evil deeds of Samaria are exposed. For they do what is wrong. Thieves break into houses, and gangs rob people out in the streets. They do not realize that I remember all their wicked deeds. Their evil deeds have now surrounded them. Their sinful deeds are always before me. Political intrigue and conspiracy in the palace. The royal advisers delight the king with their evil schemes. The princes make glad with their lies. They are all like bakers. They are like a smouldering oven. They are like a baker who does not store the fire until the kneaded dough is ready for baking. At the celebration of their king, his princes become inflamed with wine. They conspire with the evildoers. They approach him, all the while plotting against him. Their hearts are like an oven. Their anger smoulders all night long, but in the morning it bursts into a flaming fire. All of them are blazing like an oven. They devour their rulers. All their kings fall, and none of them call on me. Israel lacks discernment and refuses to repent. Ephraim has mixed itself like flour among the nations. Ephraim is like a ruined cake of bread that is scorched on one side. Foreigners are consuming what his strenuous labour produced, but he does not recognise it. His head is filled with grey hair, but he does not realise it. The arrogance of Israel testifies against him. Yet they refuse to return to the Lord their God. In spite of all this, they refuse to seek him. Israel turns to Assyria and Egypt for help. Ephraim has been like a dove, easily deceived and lacking discernment. They called to Egypt for help. They turned to Assyria for protection. I will throw my bird net over them while they are flying. I will bring them down like birds in the sky. I will discipline them when I hear them flocking together. Israel has turned away from the Lord. Woe to them, for they have fled from me. Destruction to them, for they have rebelled against me. I want to deliver them, but they have lied to me. They do me, but howl in distress on their beds. They slash themselves for grain and new wine, but turn away from me. Although I trained and strengthened them, they plot evil against me. They turn to Baal. They are like an unreliable bow. Their leaders will fall by the sword because their prayers to Baal have made me angry. So people will disdain them in the land of Egypt. Hosea chapter 8. God will raise up the Assyrians to attack Israel. Sound the alarm. An eagle looms over the temple of the Lord. For they have broken their covenant with me and have rebelled against my law. Israel cries out to me, My God, we acknowledge you. But Israel has rejected what is morally good, so an enemy will pursue them. The political and cultic sin of Israel. They enthroned kings without my consent. They appointed princes without my approval. They made idols out of silver and gold, but they will be destroyed. O Samaria, he has rejected your calf idol. My anger burns against them. They will not survive much longer without being punished, even though they are Israelites. That idol was made by a workman. It is not God. The calf idol of Samaria will be broken to bits. The fertility cultists will become infertile. They will sow the wind, and so they will reap the whirlwind. The stork does not have any standing grain. It will not produce any flour. Even if it were to yield grain, foreigners would swallow it all up. 
Israel will be swallowed up among the nations. They will be like a worthless piece of pottery. Israel's hired lovers. They have all gone to Assyria like a wild donkey that wanders off. Ephraim has hired prostitutes as lovers. Even though they have hired lovers among the nations, I will soon gather them together for judgment. Then they will begin to waste away under the oppression of a mighty king. Sacrifice is ineffective without moral obedience. Although Ephraim has built many altars for sin offerings, these have become altars for sinning. I spelled out my law for him in great detail, but they regard it as something totally unknown to them. They offer up sacrificial gifts to me and eat the meat, but the Lord does not accept their sacrifices. Soon he will remember their wrongdoing, he will punish their sins, and they will return to Egypt. Israel has forgotten his maker and built royal palaces, and Judah has built many fortified cities. But I will send fire on their cities, it will consume their royal citadels. Hosea chapter 9. Fertility cult festivals have intoxicated Israel. O Israel, do not jubilantly rejoice like the nations, for you are unfaithful to your God. You love to receive a prostitute's wages on all the floors where you thresh your grain. Threshing floors and wine vats will not feed the people, and new wine only deceives them. A Syrian exile will reverse the Egyptian exodus. They will not remain in the Lord's land. Ephraim will return to Egypt. They will eat ritually unclean food in Assyria. They will not pour out drink offerings of wine to the Lord. They will not please him with their sacrifices. Their sacrifices will be like bread eaten while in mourning. All those who eat them will make themselves ritually unclean. For their bread will be only to satisfy their appetite. It will not come into the temple of the Lord. So what will you do on festival day, on the festival days of the Lord? No escape for the Israelites this time. Look, even if they flee from destruction, Egypt will take hold of them, and Memphis will bury them. The weeds will inherit the silver they treasure. Thorn bushes will occupy their homes. The time of judgment is about to arrive. The time of retribution is imminent. Israel will be humbled. Israel rejects Hosea's prophetic exhortations. The prophet is considered a fool. The inspired man is viewed as a madman because of the multitude of your sins and your intense animosity. The prophet is a watchman over a frame on behalf of God, yet traps are laid for him along his paths. Animosity rages against him in the land of his God. The best of times, the worst of times. They have sunk deep into corruption as in the days of Gibeah. He will remember their wrongdoing. He will repay them for their sins. When I found Israel, it was like finding grapes in the wilderness. I viewed your ancestors like an early fig on a fig tree in its first season. They came to Baal Peor and they dedicated themselves to shame. They became as detestable as what they loved. The fertility worshippers will become infertile. Ephraim will be like a bird. What they value will fly away. They will not bear children. They will not enjoy pregnancy. They will not even conceive. Even if they raise their children, I will take away even the last one of them. Woe to them, for I will turn away from them. Ephraim, as I have seen, has given their children for prey. Ephraim will bear his sons for slaughter. Give them, O Lord, what will you give them? 
give them wounds that miscarry and breasts that cannot nurse. Because of all their evil in Gilgal, I hate them there. On account of their evil deeds, I will drive them out of the land. I will no longer love them. All their rulers are rebels. Ephraim will be struck down. Their root will be dried up. They will not yield any fruit. Even if they do bear children, I will kill their precious offspring. My God will reject them, for they have not obeyed him. So they will be fugitives among the nations. Hosea chapter 10. Israel is guilty of fertility cult worship. Israel was a fertile vine that yielded fruit. As his fruit multiplied, he multiplied altars to Baal. As his land prospered, they adorned the fertility pillars. Their hearts are slipping. Soon they will be punished for their guilt. The Lord will break their altars. He will completely destroy their fertility pillars. The Lord will punish Israel by removing its kings. Very soon they will say, We have no king, since we did not fear the Lord. But what can a king do for us anyway? They are to empty words, taking false oaths and making empty agreements. Therefore, legal disputes sprout up like poisonous weeds in the furrows of a ploughed field. The calf idol and idolaters of Samaria will be exiled. The inhabitants of Samaria will lament over the calf idol of Beth-Avon. Its people will mourn over it. Its idolatrous priests will wail over it because its splendour will be taken from them into exile. Even the calf idol will be carried to Assyria as a tribute for the great king. Ephraim will be disgraced. Israel will be put to shame because of its wooden idol. Samaria and its king will be carried off like a twig on the surface of the waters. The high places of the house of wickedness will be destroyed. It is the place where Israel sins. Thorns and thistles grow up over its altars. Then they will say to the mountains, cover us, and to the hills, fall on us. Failure to learn from sin and judgment of Gibeah. O Israel, you have sinned since the time of Gibeah, and there you have remained. Did not war overtake the evildoers in Gibeah? When I please, I will discipline them. I will gather nations together and attack them, to bind them in chains for their two sins. Fertility imagery, ploughing, sowing and reaping. Ephraim was a well-trained heifer who loved to thresh grain. I myself put a fine yoke on her neck. I will harness Ephraim. Let Judah plough. Let Jacob break up the unploughed ground for himself. Sow righteousness for yourselves. Reap unfailing love. Break up the unploughed ground for yourselves, for it is time to seek the Lord until he comes and showers deliverance on you. But you have ploughed wickedness, you have reaped injustice, you have eaten the fruit of deception, because you have depended on your chariots, you have relied on your many warriors. Bethel will be destroyed like Bethar-Bel. The roar of battle will rise against your people, all your fortresses will be devastated, just as Shalman devastated Beth-Arbul on the day of battle, when mothers were dashed to the ground with their children. So it will happen to you, O Bethel, because of your great wickedness. When that day dawns, the king of Israel will be destroyed. Matthew chapter 18, questions about the greatest. At that time, the disciples came to Jesus, saying, Who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? He called a child had him stand among them and said, I tell you the truth, unless you turn around and become like little children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. 
Whoever then humbles himself like this little child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And whoever welcomes a child like this in my name welcomes me. But if anyone causes one of these little ones who believe in me to sin, it would be better for him to have a huge millstone hung around his neck and to be drowned in the open sea. Woe to the world because of stumbling blocks. It is necessary that stumbling blocks come, but woe to the person through whom they come. If your hand or your foot causes you to sin, cut it off and throw it away. It is better for you to enter life crippled or lame than to have two hands or two feet and be thrown into eternal fire. And if your eye causes you to sin, tear it out and throw it away. It is better for you to enter into life with one eye than to have two eyes and be thrown into a fiery hell. The Parable of the Lost Sheep See that you do not disdain one of these little ones, for I tell you that the angels in heaven always see the face of my Father in heaven. What do you think? If someone owns a hundred sheep and one of them goes astray, will he not leave the ninety-nine on the mountains and go and look for the one that is astray? And if he finds it, I tell you the truth, he will rejoice more over it than the ninety-nine that did not go astray. In the same way, your Father in heaven is not willing that one of these little ones be lost. Restoring Christian Relationships If your brother sins, go and show him his fault when the two of you are alone. If he listens to you, you have regained your brother. But if he does not listen, take one or two others with you, so that at the testimony of two or three witnesses, every matter may be established. If he refuses to listen to them, tell it to the church. If he refuses to listen to the church, treat him like a Gentile or a tax collector. I tell you the truth, whatever you bind on earth will have been bound in heaven, and whatever you release on earth will have been released in heaven. Again I tell you the truth, if two of you on earth agree about whatever you ask, my Father in heaven will do it for you. For where two or three are assembled in my name, I am there among them. Then Peter came to him and said, Lord, how many times must I forgive my brother who sins against me? As many as seven times, Jesus said to him, not seven times, I tell you, but seventy-seven times. The Parable of the Unforgiving Slave For this reason the kingdom of heaven is like a king who wanted to settle accounts with his slaves. As he began settling his accounts, a man who owed him ten thousand talents was brought to him. Because he was not able to repay it, the Lord ordered him to be sold, along with his wife, children, and whatever he possessed, and the repayment to be made. Then the slave threw himself to the ground before him, saying, Be patient with me, I will repay you everything. The Lord had compassion on that slave and released him and forgave him the debt. After he went out, that same slave found one of his fellow slaves who owed him a hundred silver coins. So he grabbed him by the throat and started to choke him, saying, Pay back what you owe me. Then his fellow slave threw himself on the ground and begged him, Be patient with me and I will repay you. But he refused. Instead he went and threw him in prison until he repaid the debt. When his fellow slaves saw what had happened, they were very upset and went and told the Lord everything that had taken place. Then his Lord called the first slave and said to him, Evil slave! I forgave you all that debt because you begged me. Should you not have shown mercy to your fellow slave, just as I showed it to you? 
and in anger his lord turned him over to the prison guards to torture him until he repaid all he owed. So also my heavenly Father will do to you, if each of you does not forgive your brother from your heart. <laughs> 